Hi, this is Pastor Prince. Welcome to Carrie's Word. I'm sure you'll be blessed in today's teaching. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. Let your name be praised and let your name be glorified. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm sharing on the subject what Jesus said about the Holy Spirit. What Jesus said about the Holy Spirit. John chapter 14, verse 15 to 17. If ye love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. The comforter was one of the terms Jesus used to describe the Holy Spirit. In the scripture above, the disciples were being prepared for a great transition. Jesus was about to leave the earth, and the Holy Spirit was about to be poured out on the church. Jesus said, the Father will give another comforter. Alus, that's the word. Another comforter. The same kind. Another of the same kind. So what Jesus was to the disciples before his accession is what the Holy Spirit will be to the disciples and many more disciples who will join. Who was the first comforter? That's the question I need to Clarify because he said another comforter. So we need to know who was the first comforter. Jesus Christ was the first comforter because that word another is, is, is another of the same kind, translated in the Greek, alus. The disciples looked to Jesus as their helper, as their help, and as their teacher. Share the page. And invite a friend to watch. Jesus comforted them. Jesus loved them. Jesus instructed them. Jesus strengthened them. Jesus revealed things to them. You will realize in Jesus' ministry, when the crowds and the multitudes leave him alone, he will sit down and teach the disciples. And Jesus was all they had. Jesus guided them, led them. And now Jesus is saying, I'll pray of the Father that he will send you another comforter. Jesus was the first comforter to the church. What Jesus was, what what Jesus was, literally to the disciples, the Holy Spirit is to us. The way the disciples experienced Jesus, the way the apostles experienced Jesus personally, That is the same way God wants us to personally, the word is personally, engage the Holy Spirit. Jesus told them the comforter will abide with them forever. The Holy Spirit will abide with us forever. John chapter 14 verse 16. The Bible said, and I will pray the Father and he shall give you another comforter. That will He may abide with you forever. So the Holy Spirit on your birth in the spirit and into the kingdom comes to abide with you forever. Comes to abide with you forever. 
That means that the Holy Spirit was not going to fly away. The Holy Spirit is not a bird that it will fly away. The Holy Spirit is not a smoke that the wind can blow him away. The Holy Spirit is not an aroma from a food that the air can dilute. No. The Holy Spirit is a being and is a person and he comes to abide with us forever. The Holy Spirit is like a super glue that gets attached to the believer for the purpose of comforting and helping the believer. I see the Holy Spirit helping you in these difficult times in the name of Jesus. Come on, shout a big amen. That means that the Holy Spirit was not going to be there today and absent tomorrow. The Holy Spirit is going to stick with you forever. The Holy Spirit is going to stick with you forever. The Holy Spirit will be there for you forever. He will never leave you nor forsake you. He will never leave us nor forsake us. He will never desert us. He will not be far away that we cannot reach him. He will abide with us forever. And he is abiding with you forever. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. John chapter 14 verse 18. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Those were the words of Jesus. So Jesus was going to come to the disciples in a different form. And the form he was coming to them was in the form of the Holy Spirit. Jesus promised never to leave us comfortless. So whatever we are going through today, whoever is listening to me today, Whatever you are going through, God will comfort you. God will comfort you. The Holy Spirit will comfort you in the name of Jesus. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5. Hebrews chapter 13, verse number 5. A very interesting scripture. Let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as ye have. For he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Hallelujah. What a friend. What a comforter. What a friend. He has been sent to live with you forever. The Holy Spirit came into your life to live with you forever. Now, if you consistently resist the Holy Spirit, listen to this part carefully. If we consistently resist the Holy Spirit, what will happen? And we run to do evil, what will happen? He will eventually let you do it. So if you determine to do evil, the Holy Spirit will not stop you. He will allow you to do the evil, but he will always be there to help you if you will cry out to him for help. So that is why you see a believer doing evil. Doesn't he have the Holy Spirit? He has the Holy Spirit. But he has not allowed the Holy Spirit to influence him, to influence him. So though he's a Christian, he's perpetuating evil because he has neglected the role of the Holy Spirit in his life. It is good for you to know that the Holy Spirit abides in you. So everywhere you are going, know that as a believer, the Holy Spirit is with you. 
and he knows what you are doing. And he is there to help you. He's there to comfort you. He's there to lead you. He's there to encourage us. Can I hear a big amen? He will be with you in good times and bad times. Hallelujah. Is he not a good friend? In good times and bad times, the Bible said the Holy Spirit will be with us. The Holy Spirit is not a fair weather friend. It's not a fair weather friend. When you, when you have money, you see that friend. When everything is good, you see that friend. The Holy Spirit is not a fair weather friend. When you walk in holiness, he is there with you. When you walk in sin, he is there with you. Because when you walk in holiness, he will empower you to be stronger. When you walk in sin, he will convict you of your sins. He is not a fair weather friend. If it doesn't, it, it, it matters. It doesn't matter. Listen to this. It doesn't matter the challenges you are going through. It doesn't matter the battles you fought. It doesn't matter the fires you have been through. The Holy Spirit will never act like a distant relative. Hallelujah. You know how distant relatives behave. When you have a celebration, they come around. And you don't see them again. The Holy Spirit is not going to act like a distant relative. When most of you lost your parents, your mother, your father, your relatives come for the funeral. Oh, Adua, don't worry. Kofi, don't worry. We will be there with you. Ah, Ebusian, Ebusian. After the funeral, you will not see them again. The Holy Spirit is not like a distant relative. The Holy Spirit will never forsake you, no matter your condition today in life. There are some people, they will only befriend rich people. There are some people, they want to work with people who have made it. There are some young guys who are waiting to marry some girls from rich families. The Holy Spirit is not like that. Today, I see the Holy Spirit helping you. I say, I see the Holy Spirit will help in you. No matter how you look, no matter your situation, no matter what life circumstances have brought you into, the Holy Spirit will abide with you forever. Why? Because he has been sent to comfort you and to help you. Can I hear a big amen? The Holy Spirit is not in bed with the world. We can see that in John chapter 14, verse number 16. John chapter 14, verse number 16. And I will pray the Holy the Father, and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. Verse 17. Even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not. Wow. Neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. So the Holy Spirit is not in bed with the spirit of the world. He doesn't cooperate with the spirit of the world. Religious devils and worldly folks lie at times. There are people who lie. People you trust, they lie. People lie. People you trust, they lie. But the Holy Spirit will never deceive you. The Holy Spirit will not lead you into deception. The Holy Spirit will not lead you into the wrong way. Can somebody shout a big amen? He is the spirit of truth. He is the spirit of truth. He will lead you only to the truth. The world cannot agree with the things of the spirit. The carnal man cannot discern and accept and agree with the things of the Holy Spirit. 
John chapter 14, verse 17. He said, the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. The Holy Spirit and the spirit of the world don't date. They are not on a date. They can never take breakfast together. Never on any day, never on any day, think that the Holy Spirit will lead you into worldliness. No. The Holy Spirit cannot lead a pastor to sleep with a barren member for the barren member to conceive. It cannot be a prophetic direction from the Holy Spirit. Are you listening to me, somebody? Yeah. The Holy Spirit will not lead a pastor to sleep with you to cast out a demon. It's not a direction from the Holy Spirit. He is never in agreement with the spirit of the world. Can I hear a big amen? The Holy Spirit will never agree on any matter with the spirit of the world. If you are filled with the Holy Spirit, you will not have love for the things of the world. If the Holy Spirit saturates your, your life, if you allow the Holy Spirit to fill you up, if you allow the Holy Spirit to influence you, you will not have desires for worldly pleasures. First John chapter number one, the greatest challenge in this world is that many of us have become too worldly, too carnal, too logical, and too concerned with our natural life. You want to live a normal life. A normal, the Christian does not live a normal life. He lives a life influenced by the Holy Spirit. Can I hear a big amen? Love not the world. A straight command, but we, we have agreed to love the world. I don't understand. Love not the world. But we are saying, we will love the world. Neither the things that are in the world. But we are saying, we will love the things in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. There cannot be a mixture of the world and the Holy Spirit in you. Well, I love the Lord. That's how some people say it. I love the Lord, but I do what I, I, I want to do during the week. I want to be free to do what I want to do. No. If you live like that, you are a Christian backslider. You are born again backslider. I love God. It's like some people say, I love God, but I don't like seed sowing. I don't like offering. I don't like the pastors who take offering then you don't love God because God receives offering. If you love God, you will love to give offering. You are a religious game player. If you love God and you do what you want to do, it means that you are not doing the thing. Jesus said that I do the things I see my father do. Are you with me? So if you love, you say you love God and you do what you want to do, then you are not under the influence of the Holy Spirit. You have disconnected in fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Some people to go like, I go to church. My name is on the list of the church. I do this, I do that in the church. My brother, my sister, it is not enough. It doesn't qualify you to have a good relationship with the Holy Spirit. And until you have a good relationship with the Holy Spirit, you'll be led away from the truth of life. 
Because many things you see today with your naked eye are not really the things you think they are. So if you say you go to church, can I surprise you with a bomb, with, 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 with a punchline? Let me surprise you. The devil also goes to church. Hello? The devil also goes to church and can even sing in the choir, can even quote scriptures you cannot quote. So going to church is not enough, even though it is good, but it's not enough. The Holy Spirit doesn't empower us to live for the world, but it, um, he empowers us to live for the, wealth, uh, for the world. The Holy Spirit does not empower us to live for the world, but he empowers us to live for the world. No one can pray you into heaven. Listen to me. Nobody can pray you. Hey, Emmanuel, I'll pray you into heaven on the judgment day. No. We live our lives into heaven. We live our lives into heaven. And the only personality that can guide you, that can lead you, that can influence you into the kingdom of God, into heaven, into the glory of God, into the blessing of God, is the personality of the Holy Spirit. No one can take up your spiritual responsibilities for you. You have to personally cultivate a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Now, Elijah heard the voice of God on Mount Horeb in 1 Kings chapter 19. And the Bible said it was a still small voice. You need to be very close to somebody to identify him in a very still small voice. Until we develop and take up our spiritual responsibilities, we will miss out on what God wants to be doing with us through the leadership of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. That is why God gave us the Holy Spirit so that we can personally engage him for ourselves. The level at which I, your pastor, will engage the Holy Spirit will be different. I will engage him for signs and wonders. I will engage him for the liberty of souls. I will engage him for more souls in the church. But you have to engage him in another dimension. You need to know your, the Holy Spirit in a personal way. Can I hear a big amen? I see you becoming the best friend of the Holy Spirit in your family. In the name of Jesus. John chapter 16, verse 12 to 13. John chapter 16, verse 12 to 13. May you become a friend of the Holy Spirit. And don't always allow people to hear from the Holy Spirit for you. You can also hear from the Holy Spirit. You can also develop a friendship with the Holy Spirit. John chapter 16, verse 12. I have yet many things to say unto you, but ye cannot bear them now. How be it? When he, when who? He, not it. When he, not it. When he, the spirit of truth, who is the spirit of truth? The Holy Spirit. When he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. That means there are, there are different kinds of truth in the truth. Jesus is the truth, but there are many kinds of truth in him that you, we need to know. It takes the Holy Spirit 
to open our eyes into different truth in the truth. Into different truth in the truth. There are many truths. The truth of salvation, the truth of sacrifice, the truth of giving, the truth of prayer, the truth of warfare, the truth of perseverance. It takes the Holy Spirit to lead us into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. And he will show you things to come. He will show you things to come. What a friend. What a friend. I introduce you to the Holy Spirit today. I introduce you to the Holy Spirit today. He will show you many things to come. He will show it to you. He will show you things about your life. He will show you things. He can show you. The Holy Spirit is there to help you to make decisions of your life. But if you don't get to know him through the word of God, through prayer, through intimacy, Friday we learned about the mantle. The mantle signifies intimacy, supernatural call, an invested authority. If you don't get close to the Holy Spirit by the word of God, through prayer, through fasting, through spiritual sacrifices, you will miss out on a lot of things. Can I hear a big amen? The Holy Spirit will guide you into all truth. You want to know what type of business you want to do? The Holy Spirit will lead you to. If you are not married, you are trusting God, who do I marry? The Holy Spirit will lead you to. There are many complexities of our life. The Holy Spirit will. There is no earthly information that is superior. That is superior to the knowledge from the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. There is no earthly information. There is no management strategy. There is no information on the shelves of any library that is superior to the revelation, to the leading and the teaching of the Holy Spirit. I still have many things to say to you, but do you know what? I cannot say them. When the spirit of truth comes, he will come and say them to you. That is how Jesus put it to the disciples. There is a lot the Holy Spirit has to reveal to us, but he cannot because we aren't preparing ourselves for them. I end by saying, we have to position ourselves in the natural and then in the spirit if we have to partake of the deeper things of God he has through his spirit for us. We need to position ourselves in the natural. Yeah, it's very important. When you look at the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, you will see that the natural location of the people were very important. Look at Abraham. Look at Isaac. Look at Jacob. Look at David. Look at um, 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 a lot of them. John the Revelator. Look at Paul. The location, physically. Physically, prepare yourself. Stop engaging in things that will drive you away from the Holy Spirit leadership. When we say that the Spirit left somebody, it doesn't mean that the Holy Spirit has left. It means that he has detached himself from the influence of the Holy Spirit. So you see a Christian drinking, drinking. It doesn't mean he has lost the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God is there, but the, the person has cut fellowship with the Spirit. So the Spirit cannot lead him. You see a, a Christian fornicating. He, the Holy Spirit is there, but the person has cut fellowship with the Spirit. So he keeps getting very, very carnal. You see a Christian murmuring, complaining, hating, 
rebelling. That person, the Holy Spirit is there, but the person has disconnected. May you get closer to the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. I want us to pray today. If you can pray in the language of the Holy Ghost. I want you to pray in the language of the Holy Ghost for one minute. I want you to engage the Holy Spirit. If you don't speak the language of the Holy Spirit, right there in your room, in your car, wherever you are, begin to talk to God, that, talk to the Holy Spirit, that today I yield myself to you. I want you to lead me. I want you to influence me. I want you to guide me. I want you to teach me. I want you to open my eyes. David said, that open down my eyes into the wondrous things that are in your way. You want to pray that Holy Spirit, open the eye of my spirit. Holy Spirit, I submit myself under your authority. Lift your voice and pray. He came to help us. He came to comfort us. He came to lead us. He came to encourage us. Holy Spirit, help me to, uh, to cultivate a rich relationship with you. Labado Shadaba. You want to pray the Holy Spirit. I submit myself under your authority. I submit myself under your leadership. I submit myself under your leaders. I submit my mind under your leaders. I submit my heart to you, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. I want to be filled with the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Today, we submit ourselves to your leadership. We submit under your authority. Lead us. Lead us to higher places in Christ. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God bless you so much. I'm Pastor Prince Nyako. If you've been following us for some time now, you realize God brings us sure way. The offering Momo number is on the screen. Feel free and send your offering. So we meet again on the next broadcast. Stay blessed. Stay on top. Stay anointed and stay submissive to the leadership of the Holy Spirit. God bless you. Bye-bye.